With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And welcome to another episode of Shift Bower of Rocks. Got a, we got a fun one today, everybody. That being said, um, we got Andy and Bodie. Pleasure. Um, from Twitter, believe it or not. I just met Bodie like an hour ago shooting the shit with him outside, smoking some cigars. And Andy, what we met like three, four hours ago? Like last summer? Yeah, yeah. Like three hours last summer, I heard, uh, listened to you on Mason's pod, put the pod down, messaged you right away. I was like, bro, we're like two hours away from each other. We got to meet up. You gave me your number right away. And then it was like a week later, I think I came down for that. Yeah, it's like, it was just really organic. We met here. We had a cigar. Yeah, that Mm -hmm. was fun. It was really cool. Uh, I appreciate you just reaching out. Yeah, I'm glad we did it. I'm glad. Yeah. Now we're here. Now we're doing this. It's cool. It's just like kind of half the battle, anything. But it's just like, you just, reach out to someone like, hey, what's up? And you did it. Yeah. It's Otherwise, just, I'd be like, at first I'm like, who the fuck's this guy? Yeah. Like, I'll meet up with him. It'd be cool. Yeah. I mean, like, you just have to, like, any opportunity in life, you just have to, like, put yourself out there a little bit. You know what I mean? It's going to be, like, a little uncomfortable. It's like, you know, you had me, I was coming here, and I'm, like, driving through the hood, like, getting here. <laughs> and I'm like, where is this guy taking me to right now? And then I, like, turn and park, and I was like, oh, this is an okay area. This is nice. Mm-hmm. But then I walk into the shop empty, don't see anybody. And I'm like, I'm getting set up right now. <laughs> I'm like, it's empty. <laughs> Can you imagine if I punked you? Yeah, that was, yeah. Just go to a cigar shop. That was I'm funny. <laughs> that was uh, a good time. It was interesting. So you, at the time when I first met you, before I just met you today, yeah. um, you were just kind of, like, freelancing. Just yeah. kind of getting your feet wet with a couple of clients. Pretty much just the idea. Like, I just had the idea that I might step into this world, pretty much is what it was. And this was just like a year ago before recording this. So I'll tell a little bit more people out there where you are now, what you and Bodie do. Yeah. Um, Bodie, don't let me talk over you if you don't uh, no, butt in, whatever. But uh, he's going to cut you off. <laughs> Bodie and I met in like 2018 through an investment group on Discord. And Shout then Discord. we talked like agency model, money Twitter ish, you know, stuff. And Bodie came to me. We talked about that we could potentially, like it was a thing that could be done. We could do it. He came to me. He's like, yo, I got a website that we can build for somebody. And I was like, all right, I'm down. I know how to code. You know, I did it. And then it snowballed from there. He's like, hey, I have a roofer who needs a website. I have a, someone who wants to do SEO and like eventually learning Google ads. And it all started pretty much January 1st. We started with like $0 in revenue January 1st. Yep. And now we're tracking for about 100000 this year, probably first year. Um, Which is really impressive. Things are going smooth. Just the fact that you guys starting this off and the fact that like you both have like gigs outside of this right now currently while you're stealing it. Yeah. I'm running two businesses right now. I have a dumpster rental business and I'm doing this. My dumpster rental business helps a lot for us because we... Shit. Oh, you're we, good. Um, we target dumpster rental it's companies. It's my first time on camera. Yeah, it's my first time on camera. <laughs> we, uh, we target dumpster rental companies and junk removal companies, which is a big selling point for us. And that's what we're running ads for. I was able to rank my own company number one on Google Maps with SEO. And that's how me and Andy collabed with one another. And it's just helped a lot for selling it to other companies and helping plenty of other companies around the country grow their yeah. online presence. And do you feel like your perspective for running your own business 
is a big value add for your clients now on the agency side? Yeah, it's definitely a value add because I'm able to like see what these guys are doing and what it's like to run the business day to day. Mm -hmm. So I know the hardships they go through because I deal with it myself. Yeah. It's, I think you hit on a really good point. Um, where, cause when you deal with business owners, I feel like your guard goes down when you say like, Hey, I used to be a business owner. I'm a business owner too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Exactly. Yeah. That it's huge. Like their guard lets down, right? It's yeah. like, Hey, you know, they know that we are also involved in this too. You know, like we're not just like some outside third party with no experience. You're not like, high bill or he bill. Yeah, yeah. Like it's more, it's more, it forms a more personal relationship <laughs> from that point on for sure. I would say that's like that you bring a huge value for us with that. Like that is like, that's a huge selling point. For I'm also able to show, like I was able to go, I started my business with 25 dumpsters. Now we have 50 dumpsters. I'm able to show. Oh, shit, that's a lot, dude. Yeah. I was able to double it within like two to three years, all just from online marketing wow. with a digital presence. Like we took over a business that had no Google, my business profile, no website. And I just went all in on Farfety, marketing. You need to make a video, not necessarily even VSL, like a story of that. Yeah. yeah. How yeah. a striker. Because yeah, I just doubled my business within two years. Like we did like three hundred revenue. We did six six hundred fifty thousand last year, and like I just got thrown into the mix out of college, and like I've just been doing it since. I want to touch on real quick. Uh, you said like you know money Twitter with talking Discord. What's your favorite money Twitter account? Like current like, or even old? Are, are we talking like with a face? It like, don't matter. Some people, some I, I got one, but it's like a certain era of his account. Yeah, I would say from Bodie's new. I got I put yeah, Bodie put on. on like now he's dumpster rental guy, but I put him on yeah. to it. That's a hard ass handle. Because before that, the dude had like four <laughs> different Twitter accounts. I like followed four different yeah. Twitter accounts. I burned burn <laughs> accounts. One to one to tweet at airlines and say your shit's yeah, messed yeah. up. <laughs> one like to airline credits. <laughs> <laughs> airline burner. Yeah, that's dude. strictly airline or business burner. I Type in Google My Business. You just suspended our third profile for no reason. Can we resolve this? Uh, piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say for me, well, I found you through Mason, but Mason was like the first one that like, he's a good communicator. I resonated with him. I felt like we're similar in a lot of aspects. And I was like, okay, this isn't, Mason's a normal dude. Like he's like, he is super smart, but he's not like some like crazy genius. Right. But like he knows, he's very he knows how to network. He I knows how to communicate. Him. Yeah. He, I mean, I'm not saying he's not, he's definitely super smart, but I was like, you know, he, like anybody can do this. Like he gave you that sense of like, you know, I was like 20 years old and I just did this in this time frame. This is how I did it. And it's I, not gimmicky with him either. He's yeah, just like, he's, he's super authentic. Young guy in his early twenties. Just like, yeah. this is how I did it. Young yeah. hustler. I know he, him and I had a conversation. He's like a mentee of like Chase Diamond. He's mm -hmm. really big in the email, like marketing side of things. Yeah, really big, right? Like he yeah. runs like a no, big it, Him and Chase have a very good relationship. I actually had the opportunity to talk to Chase at one point, hop, did a pod with him. Yeah. Really smart guy. He's got like Seems SOPs like a nice down. guy. He's a nice family guy. He's got a nice like young family. Mm -hmm. So he's not flashy either. That's know, a crazy yeah. thing. Like he's not one of these guys where like flexing like a rolly or anything, living in Miami. He's just some dude with like a young wife and a, I believe one kid. Mm -hmm. Like he's just super low pro other than like talking about like email marketing. Yeah, but that's the dream though. Yeah, no, like he like, he's living his own dream, which that's is really dream. cool. Yeah, he has creative freedom. He runs yeah. a business. He gets to like, you know what the coolest thing is since we brought on one employee is being able to do nice things for them. Yeah. That's like, I hear people talk about it too. Like we're not at the level where we have like a, a significant team or anything like that, but um, it's super fun to like be able to build your culture and like reward people for doing really good work. That's 
super cool. Mm-hmm. It's fun to do. It's like kind of like a big brother thing a little yeah. bit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, but even for our clients, like it's amazing when our clients are like, we're booked out all week. Like that's an amazing feeling to hear. Like we're booked out all week because of your PP, like pay per click stuff. Like it, to me, that's where I'm in this game. Yeah. Shit like that. And then like I text Andy, I'm like, dude, I love hearing stuff like that because I know that feeling and like I know what it's like to live that, and it just helps. The way helps everything. The way I view it too, like some of our, my longer term engagements that I've had, it's just like you see these companies grow when you partner with them and like present yeah. these opportunities and help ge- them generate these opportunities. And then you hear like they go from like two crews to like four and a half crews. And you're like, you're literally helping them feed families. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm You're giving people yeah. jobs, yeah. which is really crazy to think about. But then when Google suspends profiles for no reason, we're like, these people are losing <laughs> money like because of Google's antics over nothing. Yeah, and I, I get so it's Google's awful. Google's but like, awful, but, but they have a stronghold on all our businesses. But I get it from where they're cracking down. Yeah. Especially with like the verification, like Google My Business pages. Yeah. Because some of these guys, they show up, throw a page, and they're not legitimate businesses. Yeah. Yeah. So I get that argument where like you need, like what Google's going to essentially, it's you need actually a physical address. Yep. You almost can't operate out of your home anymore. No. Unless you have very strict parameters depending yeah. on what you do. Your service area. PO boxes. That doesn't, no work, doesn't work anymore, no. So I, I get w- w- the parameters they're like putting in place. And when we got into the business, it's when it first really just started happening and like past like year. We're yeah. just reacting to it like a cat. Like it's just like it's just happening out of nowhere. I mean, I just circled back with clients. I did recaps on my end with folks just to get ahead of them. It's just like, hey, like we need to verify your profile from even an advertiser standpoint. Mm-hmm. This extra verification level that's yeah. coming in. Like some of them, like we've already had deadlines. I had a, a gentleman, he was suspended over a month because like it was a backlog item for him. Yeah. Brought it up more than once. And it's just like, well, ready to start because it's seasonal. He yep, runs yep. more like spring summer ads. And we're like, it was just like biting teeth because like he kept getting declined with the verification. So I'm telling folks now, it's like, if we don't get this done, you can't advertise. You can't do anything. And it, you're bottlenecked. Yeah. For what we're doing. Yep. Where yep. your investment's going. The way I, I would prefer that Google would go, because like, I get it. You need to have a verification process because you can't have anybody just making a profile and replicating the competitor and making them Correct. look bad. That's where I, I, or I support what they're doing, but it's, it is. Yeah. There needs to be a process. But one thing that I wish that they would offer is pay. Give me, pay $500 a year to have your Google business profile and like, or I think that might service. actually help a lot of problems that we out like, or at least yeah. a customer service team. Like if I could call up my Google, my business representative and say, Hey, what's going on with my profile? Like I'm a real business. Well, also real something like that, that Andy mentioned, yeah. you, you weed out like, like the Chuck in a truck exactly. kind of guys. We're like, I ain't paying that. Yeah. Exactly. Tarnation, I ain't paying five hundred dollars for my GMB profile. Yeah. I ain't fucking doing that shit. Exactly. It's just any <laughs> there's any time you can add like uh even as like an agency owner, like there's disqualifications that we have, you know, like you yeah. can't meet these criteria, then you know, we might not be a good fit to work together. You know, that's a, just a way to disqualify people who aren't serious, you know. Or like even local areas, you don't want businesses that somehow pop up in your top three that aren't active and things like that. You know, they're because if you have an annual payment, it means your business is still active. You didn't shut down because a lot of people imagine how many people shut down, but the profile's still out there and being contacted by people too, you know? Yeah, no, that, it's, it's just not fair. Yep. Um, talking money Twitter, you said Mace. Any like, particular accounts you follow? Honestly, Alex Hormozzi and Gary Vee are like two people that, they're not really money Twitter, but they're yeah. two people that's influenced me a lot just in business in general. 
and just like growing up in business, Gary V through college, instead of paying attention in marketing class, I was just listening to Gary V the whole time. Mm-hmm. Cause he actually taught me stuff about marketing that class was teaching me like nonsense about this print ads and whatnot, which doesn't work today. <laughs> yeah, no consumer surveys, consumer surveys, <laughs> like market research, study. which yeah. does have its impact, but yeah, it's just like it's to different. what degree, like yeah, case studies on Colgate, like Harvard case studies on Colgate. <laughs> like, why am I reading this? Like I was growing a finance, like a little smaller financial blog in college, like in, our slogan was like informing young investors on the importance of financial freedom because Coming out of college and like coming out of high school, you don't learn anything about personal finance. You don't. You make the biggest decision of your life to go to college. Essentially leveraging all the Leveraging, debt. yeah. You were supposed to make a big decision at 18 years old to go to college, pay $180,000 for gender studies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you have all this debt. You amassed all this debt. You come out of college and you can't find a job. And you're like, what do I do now? Like, I have all this debt. I can only get a minimum wage job. I didn't learn How am I going to pay this off? I didn't really learn any monetizable skills or anything yeah. like that. Like, I had one good thing about your college is they had a couple professors in their business program who really a holy field. Either they had legitimate like running businesses at the time, or yeah. they come from like a legitimate background previously where they, you know, did something for 20, 30 years as a professional or business owner and sold it off, or like yeah. they're more like smaller scale in what they're doing at that point. Those were like the best professors exactly. that I had. No, so I had an entrepreneurship teacher in college. They actually had a class for entrepreneurship. Oh, oh, oh. He's a big commercial real estate guy. He owns. He's a millionaire. Owns thousands of really? properties he's all a, over. He's a professor. Professor. He's an adjunct professor. He's on the cool. board of our school. But he'll actually get dumpsters from me now if like a tenant's. Yeah, and I reached out to him right after college. I was like, "Yo, like, kudos to you. I'm doing this dumpster business. Like, if you ever need a dumpster, a roll-off dumpster for anything, like, let me know." And he's used me a couple times now. And I've actually had the school rent dumpsters from me. Because I made those connections with him who's on the board. So it's, I met my business partner in college, so it's definitely been worth it. But there's some other stories of people in college where it's just awful. Oh, yeah. It's just like, you're just there. You're you know? just there. Yeah. And it's a great, like, uh, social experience. I, Me, I didn't really get the full benefit. I commuted. Yeah. We all commuted. We all, all three commuted. of us are really? here. All okay. commuted. Yeah. We're, all yeah, entrepreneurs. We're all entrepreneurs now. Yeah. yeah. I, I funny when I was in college, so I would like visit friends at like Penn State, Maine, yeah. Shippensburg, Millersville, which is around here. I would almost always get if we were at like a house party. Yeah, people would be like, "Yo, what frat are you in?" I would laugh. I'm yeah. like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm a commuter, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, you're not in a frat. Like I could have swore like you're in a frat. <laughs> I'm like, no. I just like party, had a good time. Yeah. I wasn't where, like, where I went to school, I went to a Penn State branch. You ever hear, you never know, Williamsport, uh, you've heard of Williamsport. So we have Penn College, which is a branch of Penn Mm -hmm. State. But it was just like, the whole school was like, it's mainly a commuter school. Like, we got, we had snow days and stuff there because everybody commuted versus like a regular college where everybody lived on campus. Yeah, where like they would normally go to school, you know. Yeah, like I went for physical therapy, but like a lot of the programs are like diesel mechanic, electrical engineer, Mm -hmm. heavy construction, and things like that. But, it was so, I don't know, it wasn't just like, my college wasn't like a Bloomsburg or Millersville or like anything, like no Shippensburg or anything like we that. We would joke, because I grew up in Southern York County. Yeah. Shippensburg was like Susquehannock High School, like year 13, 14, 15, 16. A lot <laughs> of people went like from there to there. But from like a, like a cultural standpoint. What did you go for? I went for, interesting, business admin, marketing management concentration. Nice. Always been like, not always, but like I got the entrepreneurial bug in like high school. I just did it. Like my dad had a small business. I just wasn't ready to like, you know. Yeah, it's a leap. That, it's a confidence leap, right? It's, 
Yes. It's, a men- it's only, it's a mental barrier. And that's something we had when we started like breaking out with our business. I even, I tweeted about it. I was like, literally the only thing holding you back is like these constructs inside your own head. Like literally we get, we've like cold messaged our way into conversations with people that are definitely worth seven, eight figures. And it's like, okay, I real now I realize like business is just like someone has a problem. You have a skill that can solve that problem. Yeah. That's all business is. You're either save them time or make them money. That's business. Biggest that, podcast guest I had on here in hindsight, I drunk tweeted. Really? <laughs> so it was Brianna Chicken Fry. You familiar with her? Yeah, you had her on this podcast? Yeah, dude. Holy uh, shit. When she was an intern, she just got hired at Barstool. That's awesome. In this room? No, we actually, okay. she was still in Ohio at the time. She just dropped wow. out. My one buddy worked at like a barley house. It was like the go-to like club out there in Cleveland. Wow. He was a bar back at the time. And she was like, would go to barley, like knew of her and like, I just followed her because I thought she was just kind of fucking funny. For, yeah, like, cool girl. Chick. Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah, cool chick. I'm just like, I'm like, Colin, I'm going to send her something. Yeah. It was a barback buddy of mine. I'm like, do you just want to like hop on my podcast? She's like, yeah, sure. And like at Barley, like we'll do it at Barley House. Like I added Colin, added her. I'm like, well, she just gave me a fucking follow on Twitter. It's like <laughs> 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. So Colin's like, all right, here's the deal. He's like, we can do it at Barley. Like I'll comp all the drinks. But, like, I have to be your co-host. <laughs> he's never been on a podcast prior or anything. I'm like, sure, dude. And he's fucking hilarious, Count. He's literally like, you, you ever see The Big Lebowski? I haven't, no. No, it is. No, he's like. Who? I know. I thought you, I was talking about that with somebody recently. And they're like, you haven't seen that? And I thought no. it was you for some You might reason. have to rip that off the Yorktown, like, DVR that night or something. <laughs> well, he's just like this chill dude. So, uh, we do the podcast. We Marty and I, we went out. Marty filmed it in person. Shout out to Marty behind the camera right here. Marty. So we go out to Cleveland. <laughs> we get the Barley House. And Colin's like, dude, welcome. He's like, here's my boss, Chris. And Chris is like, hey, dude, whatever you drink tonight, it's free. I'm like, is this what, a celebrity? Like, <laughs> like, I'm just some white dude from like York, PA. With like a really small podcast. So we're, we drink and like we're having a good time that night. We wake up. Dog shit early to meet her. Yeah. We're just smashing like white Russians like before <laughs> she even gets there. But she was so professional. We had a great time. And then she blew up. That's awesome. This is like cool. Does that podcast still get a lot of views? A couple hundred. A couple hundred. It's just kind of like hidden out there. Like, yeah, it's you, hidden. Like that's a hidden gem though. You know yeah. that you know that reminds me of is something I read and I was reading some book recently, but they're like, you're never gonna get what you want if you don't ask, ask. for what you want. Correct. Yeah. And you all you gotta do is ask. Like what it's yeah. no big deal. But like, you know what? That holds a lot of people back. They're just like not willing to just like ask. It's they like, don't think they're worthy of the ask. Yeah. To receive what they're asking for, yeah. typically. That's yeah. why cold messaging's huge. Yeah, and that's why people don't get girls. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> I, I tell folks like I'm a better like business guy that I am a dating guy but I've had my moments but it's just like clients it's just like you're dating yeah you're courting them that's what he says to me all the time yeah you know I got like a dozen and a half girlfriends right now yeah some love me some are like just a little silent distant yeah some ones who <laughs> pain in the ass but I still love them you some know? are long distance relationships <laughs> yeah. no this is I, I, this is how I think about sales so I had this experience I dated this girl from high school into college we broke up and it's like you know didn't talk to girls in that way for a long time. So it's like, you know, how do you get back into that mix? I remember I went to the beach with my friends. I just talked to every single girl I saw. I talked to them, struck out like reps, m- tons of times. Reps. reps. That's what I tell and my I was like, friends. Sales. And, reps. Then, reps. and then we started on sales. I was like, this is the same shit. All I need it to do is. is get as many calls as I can. And by call 50, I'm going to be going. Like I'll know all the different personalities. I know how to like maneuver my way through those conversations based off their tone and mm-hmm. whatnot, you know? 
Like it's a, it's the same thing. It's, it's the, literally wraps. the same thing. It's just apples and oranges. Yeah, it's apples and oranges. But uh, I'll wrap up the money Twitter thing. I know he's very polarizing, this guy. But Cobra Tate, not now. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. When he, this is like three, four years ago. Really, his shit was O D in yeah. terms of like the it, shit he would tweet. I caught the end of him before he blew up. He's I caught a the end. Huge troll. Yeah, yeah. He had a series. I don't know if y'all ever saw it. Just a couple years ago, he's like, "This guy says I'm going to have the best night out in London ever." He's like, "If I, I'm documenting it. If like, if I have a bad night, I'm punching him in the face." <laughs> and he's like live tweeting it, like videos and clips and shit. And there's one point like he's like chasing him and it's like one of his fucking sports cars because the guy left him because he's like, "I'm having a fucking terrible night." <laughs> Might be semi stage, but like, yeah, yeah. He's like tweeting like. He said, like, 10's coming to this bar. All I see is fives. Yeah. Like, I'm shit like that. I'm out of here. He's like, he's pissed. Yeah. It's so funny, like, live tweeting like that. Yeah, I remember when I first, because I've been on Monday Twitter for a while, but I just was, like, would dip my feet in here and there, open up Twitter every now and then. But I remember I would catch, I would be, like, recommended in, like, my For You or whatever, Tristan and Andrew's tweets. And, like, they were good back then. They were mm -hmm. good. They still yeah. pr produce good content, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, people can get all a part of that misogyny bullcrap, but, like, yeah. It still posts good stuff. Oh yeah, no, it, you can get value. From you don't like, have to agree with everything. You about don't have a to person. agree with everything. Exactly. Yeah, you can like parts of a person and dislike parts. Like you know, I'm sure my wife doesn't like certain parts of me, yeah. but like she loves other parts of me, right? Like, feel the and same. I feel like, like you bring up an interesting point. I'll change the conversation a little bit. It's just I feel like like people like our generation. Yeah, it's like it's polarizing. If they don't like something about you. It's almost like, let's cancel them. Like, I don't like you. Yeah. Like, they can't have negative aspects Nothing. of people. It's yeah. also about our generation, like, the amount of data we've grown up with, like, news sources pushing stuff at us. Like, there's so much stuff we see every day. Like, we wake up and scroll on our phone. So many opinions everywhere for us to think. Like, majority of people, not everybody, but there's yeah. redeeming qualities of people, even if they're, like, they might be a piece of shit yeah. or come off as a piece of shit like mm -hmm. with their interactions. It's like there's some kind of good person or good like, you know, woman in that qualities typically. Yep. But I just feel like it's from a cancel culture standpoint, people just want to X out people completely. Yep. They don't like something about them. Well, especially they don't like I'm a, I don't know. I like to do this. I like to deep dive people. So like you find Hormozy, like read the book, watch a ton of things. So like when I find, when people see their first clip of like Tate or somebody like that, yeah. right? They're going to see, the only one that's going to pop up is going to be something polarizing because yeah. that's what's going to pop. And they're going to form their opinion off that one, maybe two, maybe three pieces of content. That's I'm all they're going to see. I'm laughing about, I just thought of a Tate clip. I'll mention it in a minute, but go ahead. But like, they're, that's all they're going to see and they're going to form their whole opinion off that. And it's like, okay, you know, you're being shown what's polarizing right now. Well, like, let's go a little bit deeper into this. Like, let's watch like a lank, like a, a Joe long Rogan form. type, a long form. Yeah, like something like, if you sit down with someone like a politician or something like that, imagine if they had to talk for three yeah. hours. If they had to talk for three hours, like they would have to break character at some yeah. point, right? And like you would actually get to know who a person is after that period of time. But like a politician, you only see for like 45 seconds, they talk and they're gone. Like put put them in a room with someone for three hours and it's like, you're going to know if you're real or not. That's why I want like not to get too heavy in the politics. I want a Trump. Right? I was just thinking Trump. That's I, so I, I want to see it like yeah. two, three hours. So I was at a restaurant last week, actually, and Donald Trump Jr. was sitting at the bar, like, right... He's got great hair. Right in front of me. might be fake. Yeah. <laughs> sitting at the bar right in front of me. And he was just minding his own business, like, he's, like, not in the media. He's just having a martini and goes throughout his day. That's cool. And I, I feel, it's funny, like, when you see people like that, like, yeah, having... We're all normal people. It's like Michael Phelps used to come to my dad's bar. Yeah. He was a regular at one point. And he had to stop because, like, a, he got, like, fat. Yeah. He was trying to, like, the next Olympic cycle. But it's just, like... 
they're people. Yeah, they're just another human. They want to chill out, you know, do their own little things. Yeah, we all do our own yeah. things to relax. Like, people just freak out about like shit like that. That's what I was getting about about Mace when I was saying that. I was like, he's like a normal dude. Like I, he was, he like had me have that realization. Like, like I'm normal as you. You know, I mean, we're the same person. I just chose to like direct my energy in this direction, and it results in what I have now. Pretty mm -hmm. much, that's how I was thinking about it. Probably a little bit clearer to say it that way. That's a good way to word it. So, in terms of like Striker Di Digital, Striker Digital or Striker Agency? Striker Digital. 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 Let's make sure 100%. I don't like to get things wrong. It was originally Striker Design. Yeah. I like digital more because that could be confusing Anything. for a brand. Yeah, yeah. that's why we changed it. So it was a web design yeah. at first. We started with web design. Which is fine. You know, and we just that makes sense to name. Parts off of the sale. SEO and Google Ads. It all just. Digital makes sense. It all just happened. Yeah. So. Who do you really like service out there? Talk a little bit more about that. Like, who's yeah. like your ideal client audience? Like, who do you really go out and help? Dumpster rental and junk removal businesses. We have some pressure washing businesses, just mm -hmm. local service-based businesses. But our bread and butter is dumpster rental and junk removal because I know so much about that business. I can consult anybody that's in the business about it because I have doubled my business in three years. So I could keep doing dumpsters and striker digital. And if I double dumpsters again, I have a hundred dumpsters. It'll just be easier for me to consult others in the business. Larger, more mm -hmm. power, more knowledge, yeah. things like that. But pretty much, you know, when we first started, it was like, who's going to give us, like, who's going to give us the opportunity? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you got to like, I hate to say it, like, you want to get your dick wet. Yeah. You, yeah. you want to make some money and like, so if it's like, if someone, excited. like, I remember I closed my first 200 a month deal. I was piped up. Yeah. I was ready. I was piped up. Yeah. I was piped up, but now it's like, so <sighs> and you have to, because then you also get your reps and you learn, like you learn back and you have to, you would just have to have clients because you can't like systematize what you don't know. Mm. So you have to like have those reps into like build backend processes, know how to onboard, know how to communicate, know how to set expectations and things like that. But now it's like, all right, who has a marketing budget of X amount, you know, cause we can't work like we, we were talking about it prior to coming on here, but like we can't work with people who are, I don't know if the right word stingy or so, or just don't have the budget really, you know, like they're not ready to invest yeah. at the level you can best serve yes. them. Yes. Be long-term oriented. Way to word it. That's how I try and disqualify people on our calls. Like, hey, we're looking to build a long-term relationship. We're going to invest a lot of energy and time into you. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to just do that for one month. Like, that's not, you're not going to get the results you want to see in one month. This is going to take time. We need to put this stuff out there. We need to collect data on it. We need to iterate through the process and we need to make it better. You need to communicate with us what you're seeing on your end. You know, this is like after six months, we're going to be zipping. We're going to be doing good, but you have to be willing to sit with us through a time period to learn your area of your business how you Good. operate with That's your clients, great from an expectation you know, standpoint. we have a guy in Knoxville who started with just a dump trailer and like we were telling him like, you should get in the dumpsters. There's a big market there. And now he has 20 dumpsters and they're all rented out this week. We have to pause his ads sometimes because he's too busy. I had a gentleman, I actually made a Facebook post about him yesterday. Yeah. He's one of my best clients. Don't bill him the most, but he's one of my best clients it's in terms yeah. of he bought into the process day one we have, and we slowly scaled him up. Yep. Since 2020, we've had him. So and he, that's a good feeling. At one point, we did, we called a DU, a digital uplift, like our website process. Mm -hmm. Develop a website for him. Um, I like that frame. I like that frame of the digital uplift. uplift. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Typically, m most of the time when we come in, we optimize websites mm -hmm. that are like kind of lacking. So hence the uplift. Sometimes we do it from scratch. We still call it a DU. Yeah. You know, if we're building out. How much do you have from you? 
Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that. I, was like, I need that. You can white label license it. <laughs> New royalties. A little digital uplift. Mm-hmm. It sounds a lot. It sounds yeah, nice. I like that. But um, yeah, this gentleman, we ran as for him. I think it was spring of 2021. We started. He's like, Paul, we gotta stop. I'm like, oh, is it like, is he like, what's up? Is it a budget thing? Like, is it, dude? I can't service these guys. Like, I'm had Great so many inquiries yeah. coming in organically and then paid. Yeah. Now just because like organic opened up from because he had the, the website now generating them opportunities. So you're just getting them from Facebook and like word of mouth and referrals beforehand. And then we started to do like the PPC on like Google and Facebook. And then he's like, dude, we got to pause. And we kicked back up in the fall. We never paused ad since. Yeah. But he would tell you and his friend, he's just like, I started with this, scaled up pretty heavily. And then I came to a point where like I was doing free estimates. Now he charges for estimates as like a disqualifier. Wow. And he always like, because he knows who's going to pay or who isn't. It's 75 bucks. It's worth his time to come out. Yeah. And then he's just like, I just build it into the project. We end up doing it. Yeah. Or yeah. it's just like minus 75 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. You have a testimonial with that guy? Yeah, he's good. Yeah, I watched that. Like I said, I don't like do surface level stuff with people. I get, like, I know all of, like, I know all about you. Anybody that I talk about, I'm like, you know all about me? I know about, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't do, I don't do surface level though. Like, in relationships, yeah. like when we first met, you said I was getting all philosophical. I'm like, I don't do surface level like I relationships. Like, I'm not trying Tell to say John like, and I are. what's Tell up? John. How's the weather? Like, I'm trying to like know you as yeah. a person. We're you either know? friends or we're not friends. Yeah. If I don't know you, we're not friends. Like, if I because dude, the small talk of the bar and like, yeah. I got a lot of like friends and like good acquaintances. They're good yeah. people, but it's just like you just have that small talk. I enjoy like shit like this. Yeah, like no, we're having a conversation like this without oh, even so having mics and camera. You know, to me, that's really rewarding. I'm a member of something called the Sons of Italy. I go there every Wednesday. It's like an Italian social club in my town. Nice. Okay. And like, it's like... That's awesome. It's like a 200 Italian guys. We come together every Wednesday and like, I have a group of guys there where we sit around a table like this. There's like six of us, smoke cigars just like this. Love that. Drink and just talk about life. Like, I only see them once a week, but like, they're good friends of mine. If I needed them on a Friday, you're you know, gonna call or text them if you yeah. have like ask about like a personal exactly. issue or something. Yeah. Or like, business. We're all in connections. Like, one of them owns a deli, one of them manages trucks. Like, we all are in a business of some sort, and we could go to each other and lean on each other for anything we need. Brotherhood is so important, yes. and it even applies to like sisterhood if we're talking like gender dynamics. But like brotherhood, I think it's a lost art. Yeah. And we need more outlets like you just mentioned. Yeah. Like whatever yeah. be these social clubs or like associations or just like getting the group informally with a group of guys, even if it's like via fucking Zoom call. That's how me and him met through mm-hmm. uh, investing it's brotherhood. It's so important. Yeah. Like digital we have communities. digital investing brotherhood. Like he was a part of it. Mm-hmm. I liked what his partner did on posting Shadow Augury Investing, but I like what his partner did and everything. And I got into their Discord chat in 2019, and like I got friends in there I've never even met before, but I talk to them every single day. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, we I talk every day, every day. And like I can go to them for anything. Like it brought me a network of people I would have never seen before, met before, and we all just talk on Discord online. Like we've never met. We're in other states, countries, and it's a it's a brotherhood, honestly, at this point. Yeah, it's that's those are the relationships that are invaluable. Yeah, essentially. Something I'm trying to start. So I'm moving to for anyone listening, I'm moving to South Florida. I'm moving to Fort Lauderdale here next month. But so Tyler that runs Augury Investing, he lives in mm-hmm. Delray-ish area, somewhere around there. But something that we're trying to do, because he, he's he grew up there his whole life, so he knows a lot of people there, and people have started businesses, big businesses. One I think even publicly traded. The guy's CEO, but. So we're trying to get people who are like our age, like say 25 to 35, actually not age discriminant at all. Anybody can come. It doesn't matter. But I want to get together a dinner that happens once a month of just like founders, business owners, whatever, and just talk like, you know, it's not there. Like you're not there to do business. You're just there to talk, but like 
conversation flows into business and stuff. And like you help each other think through problems because like there's businesses out there that are that, um, like the guy from my first million started Hampton. Have you heard about that? No, I actually don't. So it's basically like you have to, there's qualifications. Like you have to have a seven figure business, whatever. That's okay. But there's, that's good. That certain associations have that though. So you join and then you're now you're just a part of a community of business owners where you can just, Hey, where do you hire a VA from? Where do you do this from? You know, and you can just pop questions off each other. And like those communities are so valuable, which people didn't have access to 20 years ago. And no. now we do. And yeah, now, now we, we use do. that to our advantage. Like I would have, it's like my unofficial informal business partner met him via Twitter. Yeah. You, you wouldn't have that if we didn't have these like the digital connections. Exactly. Me and him would have never met either. We talk every day now. He's it's like, crazy. That's how me he's like my other girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And in my iMessages, you know how you can like drag people up to like make them big in iMessage yeah. now. It's like Maddie, Bodie, Mom, Dad. <laughs> I love that. Great. And I'll be out to dinner with my girlfriend. She's like, "You gotta stop texting Andy." I'm like, "Yo, we got, <laughs> yeah, like, we got business dinner. to talk about. Like, we're making deals right now. Like, I'm paying like, for I this need to Do this right yeah, now. Yeah, I gotta do this right now. Like, sometimes you got it. Yeah, it is like that's that. the life we chose. You know. It's fun. There's nothing I want to better. Show you for the world. Yeah, there's nothing better. I could never imagine. I'll take the doing shit over not having this life. Exactly. Oh my gosh, yeah. I could never imagine doing anything else. And I like I grew up around a lot of wealthy people, and I was like, I need that life for my kids because I want them to have a good Aspire life. Aspire to that, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Damn. What else do we want to talk? What's your favorite movie? I, uh, let's, get, let's get informal. Shit. Uh, a super rate. I don't. I don't watch movies. I like <laughs> Interstellar, Inception. I'm going to watch Oppenheimer next weekend. Oppenheimer. So banks. any any Christopher Nolan movies? Banks. You saw Oppenheimer? Wolf banks. of Wall Street. Me and Marty saw it a couple weeks ago when it came out. Pineapple yeah. Express for sure. That's that's, that's a good a great, one. Like this yeah, funny like that. movie. What about Kid Cannabis? Have you guys ever watched that? Yeah, I watched Kid Cannabis. Yeah. I think I watched that soundtrack of the movie. Watched it sick years too. ago. When I was 16 years old. That inspired me. <laughs> were they like <laughs> Were they like going through the border of Canada? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smuggling like the weed over. Smuggle weed over Canada border. Like Washington, like. Area, yeah, uh, that was super funny. cool movie. Yeah, it was yeah. a cool movie. You, Ooh, damn, Pulp Fiction probably. Hands oh, down. Yeah. how did I miss that one? That's... Cliche, but the replay value of that movie—it's just you get something fresh every time. I, I had a it. yeah, I had a class in uh, college that like a philosophy class, and I had to talk about. We watched Pulp Fiction. And I actually wrote an essay on it because it was. What was your essay? This like the, the, the honestly, I don't about... remember. <laughs> I just remember watching it and doing the essay on a plane home from Colorado, and it was a winter class. Just the writing of that is so fucking brilliant. Yeah, what's the, what's the movie with Leonardo DiCaprio? I thought it was a Christopher Nolan movie forever, but it's not. It's um, so basically, it starts out they're like riding the ship in. He's a detective to this island and Shutter Island. Shutter I've never island. seen the whole thing. Oh, you I never seen the whole know. thing? Never seen well, the whole thing. You can't watch part of it because the ending is like what? I already know the twist. Okay, because I remember when the first time I watched it, I had to like go outside and breathe after. I was so invested into it, and it threw me for such a loop. I just had to like take a deep breath outside after that movie. I'm honestly the worst movie watcher. I can't. My ND, I'll be on my phone. Or... I do movies over TV shows. TV I'm shows. Well, TV Less shows to me is too much investment. Yeah, yeah. Unless I it's got to be shows. like I'm usually like when people are like oh watch this series, I watch it like five years later. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I can't commit. If something's one season, I can maybe commit to it. But anything longer than that. What about Breaking Bad? Anybody? When I was young, when I was younger, I had time to like watch longer shows. So at nighttime, like like nine o'clock at night, me and my girlfriend watch some TV show like every night, pretty much. You watch Lincoln Lawyer. You you put me on. I just finished Lincoln Lawyer last night. Yeah, it's good. I just finished it last night. Matthew McConaughey movie. That's a solid movie. That's based off of. So there is a Lincoln Lawyer movie actually too. Yeah, really good. Yeah, it's really good. Connie's just a good actor. Do you read books? 
I need to read more. You want to know a good book is really easier. I even gave it to my mom to read, and she loved it. Matthew Bronze McCon- Age Pervert. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, Matthew McConaughey Green Lights. It's like kind of just a, him talking about his life. And you read it, right, Marty? I've read some of it. Yeah, that's a good book. It's like you learn a lot from it. Like I don't know. It's just like. I, don't know. I like the way he thinks. I like the way he lived his life very free and just like took some risks and things like that. I don't know. It was a good book. It's a really easy read. I enjoyed it a lot. That's I mean, a good he book. makes bangers for movies. Yeah. He's got a hot wife. He's got a nice family. Mr. Texas, right? Yeah. I think he has Longhorn, like a venture baby. capital fund now and mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. What about Rich Dad, Poor Dad? I've never read it. Me wow. neither. I read not. that book when I was 17 oh. years old and it changed everything once I read it. I've heard, I've, you're too, it's too late now. You're too in deep now. But, yeah, but as a 17-year-old, I think every 17-year-old should read that because it really teaches you what assets will do for you over gaining an income from a wage job. Like, it mm-hmm. really just hit me at a young age. Yeah, that was probably a good time. To- yeah. Yeah, I was right out of high school. I read that book before college and was like, what am I doing here? We're most ahead. profound book I've read, probably, in hindsight. We're reading a good one right now. Yeah. We'll get to that in a second. I'll probably, um, you go first. What's, what's a good one? I feel like we should start doing, like, reading the same books as yeah. each other. We're reading Dotcom Secrets by Russell Brunson right now. I heard that's good. Just, like, all sales funnels. Good. It's, it's really good. good. We're both on, like, 70 to 100 in okay. the page. But, like, yeah. in the first, like, 30 pages, I was like, I got $10,000 worth of value yeah. right here. Like, ten. this is going to make me, this information I got in the first 30 pages, I'm going to make $10,000 because of this. Any just, book like that, it just, like, get, I yeah. try to take one nugget away from it when it's, like, informative. Exactly. I was checking out at Wawa, and I was like, holy shit, like, this book just taught me this. Like, they're upselling me on iced coffee. I'm like, holy shit. it's God. so subtle. But yeah, it's, it's, it's so it's subtle. It's designed intentionally. Yeah. So, like, we implemented something similar to that to, like, our funnels mm-hmm. because of that book. Like uh, he did it and then I started reading the book and I was like, holy shit. Like double down on it. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It is like, if you're ordering at sheets or like a Wawa, yeah. you hit like, I want this sandwich, but then it's like, do you want this with it? And like, how, well, I bet 70% of the time they get someone to get the tater tots with yeah. it or some shit. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a one time order or whatever. Sheets or Wawa. I actually, dude, you, I just discovered sheets today, and I said to Andy, <laughs> "You didn't know, you didn't know." I was, this, is a, you're, this is new territory for you. Yeah, this here. is new, way new territory. I was like, Andy, what the fuck is sheets? <laughs> <laughs> I, I screenshotted it yeah. right away. I was like, bro, what the fuck? Because I spend a lot of time in the Jersey Shore, so there's yeah. Wawa everywhere down there. Oh, you know, it's like it's and super like, east, like coast, like Philly, yeah. Jersey. So I stopped to use the, the restroom on the way here, and I was like, dude, like, what is this place? Like, it's just a giant gas station, like so clean. And then he made it, yeah, it's just like, I'm a Wawa. Sheets guy. You're a Sheets guy? On my yep. way home, I'll try, I'll, I'll stop at Sheets. Mm-hmm. I was a Sheets guy. I've been slowly transformed to a Wawa. I think the food, like the sandwiches are like a little bit better at Wawa, mm-hmm. to be honest. I'm a big coffee guy. Wawa has great coffee. I, I feel like I'm going coffee. against my area, though, by saying that. I feel like I, I'd be saying it quietly. <laughs> like, well, Marty's signaling for last call. I think we could go probably another freaking two hours. Probably. But. What yeah, else? I'm having a good day. I'm just getting warmed up. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. We're good. Anything else you guys want to like lead it off of? Mm, I don't know. I just enjoy just talking about business, everything. Like I, I don't know. I just enjoy talking to you guys, having a good time. I'm glad we did this. This is fun. Yeah. yeah. This is my Appreciate first podcast. It. it was a great time. I, I call podcast. You did well. I did good? Mm-hmm. Oh. Business therapy. This is business yeah. therapy. Business it's therapy. just like. Yeah, we're, maybe we'll call this the business therapy. So I was telling people last I was telling people last night I'm gonna be in a podcast, but I didn't tell anyone what it was because I wanted to wait till I did it first. Yeah, mm-hmm. a little skittish. His dad thought it was gonna be live streamed. Yeah, yeah. My dad, <laughs> yo, we're eating lunch and my dad's calling me like, "Yo, when's the podcast gonna be?" On? I'm like, "Dude, it's not live streamed." I told you about like my old man going in the one next week. Yeah, yeah. Low key, he's like nervous as shit. I told him like, "Dude, 
act like it's like nobody. Yeah. You're talking to a fucking like kid like younger than us. Like our age. And like just not be nervous about. Yeah. He's got like 130, 140,000 subs. That's all. <laughs> but it's only the first five minutes, right? Like the first five minutes might be hard for somebody, but after yeah. that, yeah. Like I screwed in. up in the first five minutes, but now I'm I'm good. You yeah, know? you settle in. No, no, you got way more comfortable. I want to do good. another one. <laughs> we'll do a follow up at some point. But other than that, Striker Digital, Andy, Bodie, fucking pleasure. Thanks for coming to the York. Thanks for we're having gonna us. hit the Thanks York circuit us. after this. Well, cheers and wrap up on there. Cheers. Click. Cheers. Thank you, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.